what's up people and welcome to camping with search 30 and we're kicking it off with rose blood so happy to have you guys here i got my co-host from the scary snobs jason below me puerto rican chris you already know who he is and right over here in this corner you got peter anthony we got riley welcome and i hope you guys are ready for this fun ass time can you riley can you talk to see if he can hear you yeah can you guys hear me am i all right yep yep, yep. Good. good enough okay Yep, right. yep. And are you guys great? And Peter, I'm just gonna we're gonna kick it off with you more because I know you gotta leave soon. Just yeah, tell us about this this creation. <laughs> tell us about this film. Well, first of all, has, have these gentlemen here and here seen it? Hmm? Yeah, we all just watched it today. <clears throat> oh, for real? Okay. Um, yes, so, so Aaron can tell you this true for you gentlemen. There's literally like you think you saw the movie. The movie probably is like what another forty percent of things you don't know you saw. As weird as that sounds, like Michael was in the movie from the beginning, but you didn't know that. No. Right. See, we, we can go deep with this. So if you had any questions like that, I don't know if it's in the show, Aaron, but I can answer. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch it, and they don't understand. And I'm like, oh, watch it a second time. Watch it a third. Even you had to watch it a yeah. couple times. To I was get, there. Yeah, yeah, he was there <laughs> to, get a, to get a good movie. So, I, I, uh, did you get the behind the scenes, Aaron? I shipped you the Blu-ray. I didn't, I didn't watch the Blu-ray of it, <clears throat> I, but really quick, speaking of the Blu-ray right here. So, oh damn! I need to pick that. The up. reason, the reason why I'm just going to explain this to everybody for those regular viewers of Horror Research Thirty. The reason why it's on a Friday instead of a Thursday night is because my brother from California came this week. It was our first time meeting, so I was like, I got to push the pod back a day, guys. I let you guys know in the group chat. I guess I got to push the pod back a day. But uh, I gave him a copy of this, which I was originally when I told you I was going to order two for a giveaway because he's not only is he a filmmaker but um and a dope artist he made my logo but uh he loves watching like fan films and independent films and i was just like i, I gotta send him away with something so he will be watching this at some point you know the covers are all like exactly homages to the dvd the blu-ray and the vhs right i do now yeah the exact same picture so if the back of part seven showed lar half face with a mm -hmm. knife and a jason that's our lar today with our jason with our knife Nice. If, you, if you look at the VHS, it starts off with every. I copied the exact amount of words. It was like 87 words. I said I explained and I started with every, but I explained Rosebud in the same amount of words they did exactly at the back of the VHS. And every picture that's them. So there's one of Jason, one of Tina, one of Maddie in the room where she loses her earrings and they kill him. We have mm -hmm. Jessica, Jason Brooks, and then a half wall scene that we did to honor Maddie with the blue and and red so everything's exact where it says paramount says peter anthony productions i mean to the disc the way the disc is burnt with jason on fire everything to the fbi nice. warning <laughs> yeah to the fbi it's warning to the widescreen edition on the dvd yeah. like nice everything yeah that's yeah you could i mean i don't know if it'll do any justice for you guys but i'll try my best and Yo. if you want to get a real up close visual of the blu-ray buy it yeah, so that's but, the same as the poster. And that's our lar now. That's our mask, which is the crack in it. And then that's our knife. Nice. Where does one pick up the Blu-ray? Uh, hit me up and I'll, I'll, I can sell you one. Okay. Um, there you go. I'll be well, hitting I, you up. <laughs> we'll talk anyways. Just hit me up. Um, man, what was I going to show? I was going to fucking show something. <laughs> I assume. No, I was going to. I have something on here that talks about the DVD or fucking something recently and i fuck oh here it is so i just sent a package out riley saw it this is the you know i'm friends with kane right yeah so fuck this don't show up at all huh how do i do this you gotta riley? get it right in front of the camera show 
Um, send it to me, and I'll download it, and I'll upload it on here. So that's a letter to Kane I just wrote. Oh, nice. To Kane Hodder, and I, I talked about how he was my hero, and because of him, I made his part seven. And I hope nice. I honored him, and yada, yada, yada. He calls me Petey, so I signed it Petey. <laughs> yeah. I'll send it to you if you want. Yeah, and if you want, if you don't mind, I'll pull it up on here so people can see it better. Yeah, pull it up, bro. Pull your dick out. I don't give a shit. No, I'm not doing that. <laughs> People got to pay for that. For that. Yeah, I sent it to you on Facebook Messenger. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, Patreon and OnlyFans for that. See, now you're going to get him started with this shit again. <laughs> Yo, if I was, I'm telling you right now, I'm That's old. I'm almost, awesome. I'm almost 50. If I was back when I was in shape and jacked up in my 20s, bro, I'd have done an OnlyFans and made like. 30, 40, 50 grand a year. Easy. I don't know, man. The bad, I'll, I'll the bad bod's out. been in for years, bro. Yeah. The bad bod's been in. You you got the bald and the beard. There's going to be yeah, a lot yeah, of right. women coming for you, bro. Bro, I, I would have unrolled my shit right on TV. Just unroll it. Whatever. How many inches you want? You got the Timmy the Tap Man going. You know what I mean? I've got to ask you, Peter. What's it like? Was Friday the 13th 7 one of your favorites? Yeah. Can you see that? Nice. What's That's it like to pull some of the original cast into your film? How, how did I get them? I'm sorry. No, how, how what was that feeling like when you reached out to the original cast and they agreed to be in your film? What, what a great question, bro. Because most people say, how'd you get them? Nobody says, how did you feel? Right? We always yeah. talk about it, but nobody ever asks that. That's the nerd me. Bro. He can tell you he's on set. I'm sitting there, right? I don't know how to turn on a camera. I've asked I don't know how to, how to record. I don't know how to set up lights. I don't know how to do anything. I never wrote before. I never directed before. I never did jack shit. So, and I just do it. And while I'm on set, I'm like, do I say action? Do I say sound? What do I? What do I do? And the reason why I tell you that to like embarrass myself is to mm. show people that anybody can do it. Yep. If you just put people that are better than you all around you, you know what I'm saying. So, anyways, we're we're shooting a scene, right? That's Lar and Terry in that first opening scene. Right, and I'm, and I'm t- imagine this. I'm writing a story and telling them how to be them. Mm-hmm. Right? I'm like, oh yeah, you, you got to be like this. Like, that's their character. That was before I was even or uh, like young kid. So, anyways, we I'm acting all professional. You could ask them. I'm like, okay, this is what you do. This is what you do. We're sitting there. They call break for like five minutes. I go to the door. Riley's outside. He's doing capture in front of a monitor, and I open the door. He can tell you, right? Yeah. And I go. How fucking awesome is this? <laughs> and then I closed the fucking door and got back in. So to your point, like, how was it, bro? It was like being, um, I can't even imagine, like, as a child, I was six years old, putting on Jason mask and watching Jason in my basement. You know, I always, I'm a fighter. I'm a football player. I'm, I'm just like a bodybuilder guy. Like, it's always that kind of alpha shit with mm-hmm. me. And to one day think that I would meet someone from the movies and then, make shadow by and then make a movie with my heroes in it. It doesn't even like make sense, but you're so busy. You could ask him. You're so busy. You don't really catch it until like once in a while you sit down and the moment hits you and you're like, what the fuck am I doing here? Like, why is it me? Like, like that kind yeah. of thing. So it was be, I can't even say a dream come true because five years ago, if I said to you, Hey, you're going to make this movie and put them, I'd be like, fuck you, bro. What are you talking about? <laughs> but, so it's beyond a dream come true. You know what I'm saying? That's, that's awesome. got that's got to be a huge boost to your ego and your your own personal accomplishment, like the feeling you get. You know what I mean. And now going forward, yeah. pretty much, the, if, if you didn't have fear before for stepping out of your comfort and doing shit, you definitely don't have it anymore. Now, now there's nothing that can hold you back. Can I, can I interject? Yeah, I'm more scared now than ever. Really? So I, yeah, I just quit my job. I made okay. good money. Well, yeah, that makes sense. You're gonna have so- that. Double six figures, right? Okay. And and I quit. I have no insurance, no money, no nothing, no 401k, no nothing. I said, I'm going to make movies full time. 
So now you're in the big leagues, right? You're in SAG, you're writing shit. Well, you're responsible for investors. Mm-hmm. So what? why did you spend this on this? Oh, that actor, he's not good. I got one for half the price. Yeah, but he's not as good as that guy. Yeah, he is. No, he's not. Like no, he's this constant battle with, mm-hmm. and, and I, I love the people, but the producers and everybody else, there's now 20 hats instead of one. You get it? Yeah. So and you have to write for these people that think that you're gonna your movie's gonna go to the movie theaters and you have to be the best ever. They think you're some huge established act, uh, writer and you're the best ever. You know, you wrote one time and had success. So now it's like the pressure is mounting to to a different degree. I mean, a lot of that is I kind of I'm like a real people think I'm hard on people. I'm hard on myself. But so a lot of that's the pressure on me. Like I can't let my family down. I can't let this guy down. I can't let everybody down. So I got to just go balls out like that. So I've never been scared that way because i feel like uh not to sound like a dick i'll outwork the guy who's the same level as me right you know yeah yep. there's Go people ahead. way higher than me but I, I hire them you know what i'm saying like why am i gonna learn it i'll just hire them yeah, yeah. exactly yeah now that's that's awesome i mean you get that whole scope of understanding and that's that's more of the fuel for you right to add to the fire to keep you on track to regulate yourself and make sure that you're trying to make sure the right choices are being made at all times but then also sticking true to the vision that you had because okay they're paying for it but yeah. it's my shit i, I don't want to waver from that mm-hmm. if i think the vision yeah. that i have is going to be better than what you think Bro, you're going to interject that, that is if you watch the behind the scenes and you talk about this riley on the behind the scenes that's a huge part of the movie so i would you know nobody had this vision no one knew what i'm trying to do like literally because i'm fucking insane and what i'm trying to do and then him i mean multiple people cody jason brooks everybody they go hey you should probably do it like this and everyone's watching and everyone's in the room right and i have an ego and i, I just stop and i breathe and i think and i go you're right that is better sometimes you got to say no sometimes you don't say no because it empowers that person and they're having a bad day and you need to empower them. And yep. it's such a small part of the movie that you don't need it. So you just give it to them. Yeah. I have a question. You know what I'm saying? Been, that whole you've thing. been involved in a lot of these or uh, four or five of these movies. And what's it, did you get any pushback from like Sean Cunningham's estate or Paramount when one of these films is made? So there was a movie, what's the name of that Star Wars movie? I don't remember which one specifically. The fan film that got shut down. Yeah, that raised Bulls. like a million dollars. Three. Yeah. Yeah. So, so there was a star. I'll give you the backstory. There was a Star Trek film that was a fan film, and it raised like over three million. And it actually had like old Star Wars members in it. Oh, wow. And at that point, it caught Paramount's eye, and they came down and made all these rules where you can do this, but you got to do this. Long story short, you can't make any money. If you make any profit, it has to go to charity. If you make the movie, you have to post it free online to at least YouTube, if not multiple sites, so that somebody can access it free without buying it. Okay. And everything, like I said, you sell, we, we give the charity. But we lose money every time anyways. So that's the rule. So no, no one's ever reached out. I don't think they've ever reached out to anyone ever except for the video game. No, I, the only real example of like a a fan project being shut down in terms of the F-13 world was the, the book. book. Was the, the book. book. That's right. And I, I can tell yeah. you why. Like, right away it's because it looked too legitimate there, there's wow. nothing clear that makes it seem like hey this is a fan project mm. it, it's so much harder to do it in a novelization like that um but you think yeah these fan films uh even the the fifty thousand dollar rule and and things like you can't profit all that stuff like it, it's not exactly written in contract right okay. it's like these are kind of our guidelines but in court let's say you raise ten dollars on an f-13 fan film it's enough they can shut you down if they want but most of these guys are really cool about it. They want they're cool with fans, you know, keeping this franchise alive, especially right now, you know, F13's been so dormant. 
and it would cost them 30 grand to shut down something 10 grand yeah what's the point paying so, the lawyers? yeah yeah, yeah. i I agree with what you just said, though, Riley. I feel like they it does kind of because I feel like with the younger fans that do watch these fan films, then they go back. But, oh, so these are the original films. This is awesome. This is cool. Now I can, and then they'll understand some of the stories, like Rosebud, because there's a lot of Easter eggs in it, or they can pull it from some of the films. You almost need to watch. Tell me, you agree, Aaron? Right? You need to watch Seven, then Rosebud, right after to realize how much is in Rosebud. Yeah, you do. If you, especially if you don't yeah. know Seven very well, which Seven is my favorite one. So Fuck yeah, it's just one you just remember anytime you watch it. That's Jason Ever. Seven yes. New York. No what? seven. The boat, seven. The boat New York. No, that's no. eight. Jason that's takes eight. Manhattan. Eight. Don't don't fuck around, bro. <laughs> right. oh, I'm asking. I got I got them all. I'll go get the DVDs. I just don't remember for sure which one that was. <laughs> But no, I, I would definitely recommend going, even like now, going back and watching Seven and then watching this, because you'll also understand Tina a lot more. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And, a and whole then, lot more. Behind the scenes, I wish you would watch it. Uh, just not that you would watch it, that you watch it before we talk, just so I could reference it. Yeah. Um, Tina says, this is, you've seen this too. It, um, so I sent her the script and she goes, this is the, she goes, I've seen, I don't know, 20 or 30 part eight scripts in my life. And she goes, this is the best script I've ever read. For, for a continuation of seven. I'm like, what? I'm like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm doing. I just wrote that shit last night. You know, <laughs> it's just unbelievable. She says it in the behind the scenes. And nice. it's just amazing because I just wanted to play on. I'm such a fan that you play on the story. So what's the best part of seven? Like the Dr. Cruz. Dr. Cruz is almost as much of an evil character as Jason in seven. No? Mm, to, to her, yeah. yeah. To yeah. Tina. So I wanted to play on that. That's why the movie opens with it. Yeah, again, especially if you guys watch part seven, you'll see Bad News Cruise and how he is in that, and then you'll get yeah. which which is funniest because I know him from that movie right there and not from uh what we can yeah. yeah, yeah. I didn't know him from that until I met him. And then we we reviewed the movie on uh, Popcorn and Pints. I forgot when recently though, within the past six months. Yeah, six, eight, and yeah. that was the first time I seen that movie. But I, I was introduced to him from Friday the thirteenth part, which is just funny. Yeah, watching these certain certain horror I, movies, like okay, this I is was too. I See? was too. That's oh, awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's before your time. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he yeah. was like four when I saw part what seven. Twenty five, twenty six, twenty six. He's twenty six. Yeah. yeah. Oh man, it was hilarious. Yeah. I'm forty seven, so we. I don't know how we even get along. Yeah, the way we pick our friends <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I need to watch uh, Roseblood again because when Michael Myers showed up, I'm like, what the fuck is happening? All right, you want me, you want me, you want me? Yes. Yeah. Yes. yes. All right, bro. So, oh, which... um, so uh, the first time you see Rose, so when, when Rose, I'm sorry, me, the fat General Brackbrow, the fat version of me with the goatee that was 288 pounds, comes <laughs> in and shows about the TV, puts the tape in, it says Rose murdered her parents, but nobody came in the house, no one left the house, meaning. What you don't know is the person that showed up in the house. Get it? Gotcha. Uh, so what that is is Michael Myers. She can manifest Michael Myers, kind of like Tina can bring back Jason, Jason, like she did in Seven. You get it? So that's like the play, you know. And and Rose is evil, and and she's red. <laughs> and Tina's pure, and she's pink. Gotcha. So so now we move forward to the time that they give her the test. They don't give her the shot, the serum yet. They just give her the first test like Tina did with the head stuff. And it goes in the room. You don't see it because I don't want you to see it. And everything goes crazy. People start screaming. The guy yells, he has no face. Now remember that, right? Mm. They go, his face got ripped off. And then all of a sudden, what goes through the door? A knife, right? What what knife is that? It's Michael's knife. It's a butcher knife, right? It's Michael's knife. 
It goes through the door, blood pulls back out. He has no face, which is a representative of a pale, blank, emotional mm -hmm. face. Yeah, so these hints are constantly dropped at you. Then it comes out, and she grabs the father grabs the daughter, Sonia. That's her real dad, Sean, grabs her arm. He's she's pure evil, just like Michael is pure evil. Then when they cut to the scene of Rose drawing with a red pen, real crazy and nuts and all fucking crazy. If you stop that last scene, it's Michael in the room killing everybody. It's not subtle either. Like it's yeah, clear it's as clearly day. there. You, look. Yeah, you just gotta yeah. look for it. And she can't, she's so young, she's not as strong, she doesn't understand how to do it. She can't manifest Michael, but she's so evil, she has one red eye. But the shot gives her two red eyes. Yep. And she can then pull Michael at will, not just from a dream state, or when something happens. And that's why they face off. And the end is homage to Freddy versus Jason. You first yeah. see the knife and you hear Michael music, you think it's Michael, and then it cuts to Jason. Just like at the end of Freddy vs. Jason. Yep. That's dope. Hopefully like that answers it, right? Yes. I can't wait to watch that again. Yeah, see? That's what I wanted, bro. I wanted everybody watched it twice, goes, bro. I give you like two points more the second time. I didn't realize what was going on. I got another one for you, motherfuckers. <laughs> do, you, do, you, do you know uh give me one? Do you know um the Duke calls his wife? Do you know what that phone call is about? Mm -hmm. His son is Julius from Part Eight, so that's uh, part of the revenge of why he wants to kill Michael. You'll remember me, right? So, so the, he calls. Where's my son? Oh, he's boxing again. Oh, okay, and and that so that's Julius. So between his friend's face being ripped off, hits the glass. You'll remember me, yep. and then his son dying in eight. That's how I wrote it. When they meet in nine, when he handcuffs, remember me, boy. See, mm. I like wrote the backstory of it. Got you, got you. Yeah. Oh, that, Watch actually, that shit that, again. That, that that clears things up. That clears yeah. things, and that makes that's pulling from Jason goes to hell with Duke in there. Which his means jacket and Jason X, the pre Uber jacket, is all chained with these metal things that had him made three D printed, and his collar and his arm was three D printed, and all that chain. So that thing on the wall is the jacket that he wears in Jason X in the beginning, in nice. the pre Uber. And that's what they're trying to catch him on. Why? Because they're trying to study his real rehabilitation capabilities, which is in Jason X. So I tied all those in. Get it? Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Seven. That suit was like twelve hundred dollars. I gave it to Jason Brooks. It was real metal. Everything. I'm the sure you jacket, most people do the jacket. It's got two holes in the, in the belt. No, 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 no. Motherfucker had three holes in the belt. So I had to find that. <laughs> I had to find that belt and, and do it the right way. I'm sure you've seen on the internet rumors of a sequel to this. Are you, have you thought about it? Roseblood 2? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I, uh, I, I talked to, uh, I met um, Danielle Harris on that, but I seen her at uh, one of these cons, and I was like, hey, Roseblood 2, if we do Michael, you think you're interested? And she's like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we took a picture of it. I don't know if you saw it. Our, our Michael from our movie with, their, with Danielle. Mm -hmm. I printed it, went to her, and I said, sign this and say what it is. And she goes, yeah, and I wrote Roseblood 2 and put it up. So the problem is, bro, is I've lost um, between the two, three movies, eighty thousand dollars. Wow. Sean Lutis is probably down five hundred thousand dollars. So we've been doing this to like learn, meet great people, hone yeah. our craft, find good actors, but we are broke. Not well, he's not, but we are. <laughs> so yeah. So uh, now it's time. That's why I'm doing laugh. Now it's time to to make money. Not only it, do have I earned it, but like. I, I've learned enough to yeah. do it, you know. Yep, that's yeah. awesome, man. Kudos for sure. Thanks, man. Mm -hmm. Oh hell yeah! And then fall, fall of camp blood. This, what you? How old were you when you made that? Uh, I started when I was twenty-one. Twenty-one, bro. Unbelievable. Nice. 
Did you watch that yet, Eric, or no? Not yet, but I see with these, now that I'm going to be reviewing, I love watching it and then being able to review it to get that first reaction and, you know, later on go back for the rewatch. Yeah, it's a great story. Like, I I don't lie. So, uh, you know, and I'm pretty cocky, but Fall Camp Blood, as far as campiness, it's way better than Rosebud. It's a real, like, kind of campy by a lake kind of feel teenager kind of thing. Mm-hmm. There's a cool story, kind of like a Tommy story of someone trying to get back at Jason. It's it's pretty good. It's pretty nice. good. He, he acts in it. He directed it. He wrote it too, right? Yep. Yeah. Nice. So it's pretty good. Is that, uh, Riley, is that one also available on Blu-ray? I, I do yes. have extras. Yeah. It's right here, bro. Right here. Right ah, here. shit. I'm telling you, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and Brent. I think Brent's on there too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brent's on there. So Fall Camp Blood is after part four. Um, Rosebloods after part seven, and then Vengeance one and two is after part six. So yeah. Steve Dash was in that. CJ Graham, yep. Tom Matthews, Tom McLaughlin. I've I've been privileged to meet uh, um, CJ Graham. Good dude. Yeah, he's and awesome. McLaugh- McLaughlin. Bro. I've met him too. Very nice CJ guy. Graham, his wife Ruby sent me. I don't know if I told you this. Sent me a video like a year and a half ago of CJ doing like four oh five for like two. He's like sixty six years old. Mm-hmm. I show you that? Yeah. Yeah. He's it's doing four or five for two. He's 66 years old. He's pretty fucking strong, bro. Yeah. He, yes, the hell he is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's a big dude. Big dude. I met him yeah. twice, I think. Yeah, twice. And I had him on the podcast, CJ Gray. Actually, Tom yeah. Glothman, too. Yeah, just casual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like a regular shirt. No sh- no bench, no shirt, nothing. But yeah. Tuesday and Thursday, I'm reviewing. Well, Tuesday, Vengeance 1. Yes, I love how you put yourself in the middle. That's great. <laughs> and then Thursday. Oh, Vengeance shit. too. So again, man, if you're if you're around, if you're well, free. So can you do fall camp? We gotta do fall camp blood. Wait, can, you do, can you do it before oh, those? I don't need to be compared to those guys. Come on. <laughs> Why is there some things that are they tried so much harder than me? <laughs> My acting is better in fall camp blood than. than so he's, he's putting. It, that's why we put it later. <laughs> yeah, you're good. You're good. But uh. And then just to show you guys this from Oh, early, there it is. Yeah, yeah. Do you want to read it out loud? Which is go to the next one. I sent you two. Which is awesome. That's sick. Yeah. I don't want to read anything, but if anybody I'll read it if you read, want. I will bring it up. I'll see how big it'll pull up. I gave you one just by the letter by itself. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just don't know All how right, to... so, so I'm pretty cool with Kane, right? I talked to him. I have his we text, we talk. So I just want to send him this stuff in the mail. So I wanted to share Kane. I wanted to share with you physical media versions of Rosebud. Each one of them is an homage to the original Friday 13th Part 7, the DVD, VHS, and Blu-ray. We spent a lot of time, I should have put your name in, spent a lot of time getting them just right for the fans, the pictures, the graphics, the logos. I hope you enjoy them. Without you playing Part 7, none of this would ever have happened, ever. Since I was a child, the movie always embodied to me how Jason should look, move, and kill. You were brutal in it, as most agree, the best portrayal of Jason ever. From my childhood to meeting you at Rock and Shock to us becoming friends, this truly has been a special journey. Thanks for making it all come true. You're one of the few legends that don't disappoint in person. Rather, you raise the bar. Hope we did you in the movie justice, my friend. He calls me Petey. I'm Petey. Cool, right? That's awesome. That's awesome, awesome. Man. Even if he throws the shit out. Just the fact that I could write that is pretty cool, right? Hell yeah. Yeah, yeah. He won't. He won't. <laughs> okay. I've met. I got the privilege of meeting him one time. That dude is awesome, hilarious. Yeah, and just oh, can I tell you, so he, he has a connection nice. to Kane that's like the weirdest thing ever. If you could tell the story, oh hell yeah, the long version, the short version, the medium version. <laughs> um, what? All right, short version. I played football in college. 
Uh, I got hurt. I messed up my neck. The, on the ride to the hospital, I found out that the goalkeeper for the lacrosse team at my college was Kane's son. And I, I've wow. been obsessed with Kane since I was like four years old. So I kind of geeked out. And since then, we've been pr- pretty close. He's like a second dad to me, yeah. honestly. That's awesome. Can you do me a huge team. favor? It has to pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just just tell dad number two that, you know, <laughs> a huge, we, huge fan. Appearance. <laughs> <laughs> we request his appearance. Almighty horror guy. He's tough to get on podcast. I know. Yeah, I even yeah. I, no, I've heard. I've heard. But. Bro, I've shared I've shared some fucking pretty crazy things with that dude. He's let me just fucking tell you. We've been at we were at Arizona dinner meeting. I think Kelly was there. And Kelly said we were all drunk talking about my penis or some shit like that. <laughs> She's like, Yeah, your penis. I go, Yeah, Kane's seen it. And he goes, Wow. <laughs> <laughs> not, not a gay way either. All right. Oh, Kane's the best. I seen him choke Bam Margera in person. That was awesome. Bro, he used to choke me. He stopped choking most people because somebody yeah. screwed him. Yeah, but he choked me one time, Monster Mania, first time I met him. He had me like six, seven seconds. I had like Two or three seconds fucking left, dude. You know, like the, the black screen's coming in and he let go. And I was like, man, that was Yo, pretty he, hard. You do that to everybody? He's like, no, I he's a get beast. you. He's a yeah. He's a strong ass dude. His arms are strong. He's strong yeah. with his grip, yeah. But I will I will say the portrayal in here, the movements and stuff like that, I, I noted right away and I was like, all right, that's cool. And then the the reveal after his, his mask comes off, I loved that fucking face. I Thank loved you. that face. Yeah, that, that costume was made by Marcio Charlie. You could ask him, one of the best guys in the business, in the world, for making suits. And we had that under mask made. And Jason, we, if you look at Seven, one of the most famous scenes, Aaron, you know this, is Jason comes out of the water. Kane, he sits upright. You see all, like, the bones in his back and shit. Yep. And that's the shot we tried to recreate yep. with him with that mask. That mask, the original mask was stolen. Uh-huh. So Jason's supposed to come out of the water with no mask, kill the whole fast team kill everyone, go to the board, then grab his mask instead of the axe, put it on and go in. Somebody punched a hole in the box. They knew what was up. It's Brazil. And they stole the hood. Anything else would have been okay, but they stole the hood. So we had to put the mask back on Jason, use the hood from Vengeance, our other movie, mm. and then play it all out until like the end and reshot the end another day when the mask came and Jason's face was shown. Wow. Yeah, fucked up, dude. Things like that happened. It, it really, it just reminded me of uh, Sturdy. What was that old movie? Was it The Gate or something? Back, uh, 80s movie where the, the skeleton bro, guy, I the army dude, his movie, buddy dude. comes back. I think so, yeah. Yeah, bro, just that, the vibe of that, the face and everything just reminded me of kind of what they did with that character back in the day. You know what I mean? As far as yeah. how he looked, I fucking loved it. I love shit like that. Dude, The Gate was the shit. He started playing the, the record backwards, remember? <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. Dude, those little clay motherfuckers were coming out. Yeah. <laughs> You knew it was fake, but you're still scared. It right? was. Yeah. It's just one of those fun things. It's just one of those fun things. Yeah. With that. Are, right, we'll I know go. you guys have to go soon. To yeah, go we, we've got to go like five, ten minutes. Well, hold on. What, what questions don't you know? So the Duke's do, uh, son and Michael's been in the film the whole time. Any other questions you guys have? Yeah. I'm asking for – I want a versus. I want a Michael versus Jason by you guys. <laughs> Give me a bunch of money. I'll yeah. do it, dude. Well, you hear that, people? <laughs> <laughs> Rally the troops. Rally the troops. That would be good. You need to. Um, we need, need like twenty dollars um, a person. We got like five or ten people. We're good. 
Yeah, exactly. Cool, cool, cool. You need a, what's the name? The cop, the doctor, what? What, Dr. Loomis? What Dr. Loomis, sorry. You need a Loomis and you need somebody else to tell that story because Michael doesn't talk and Jason sure. doesn't talk, right? That's so true. you need not only Loomis, you need something from the Mike, from the Jason end, some kind of protagonist like that where the story <laughs> is told through them and then them watching it, you know, almost taking sides at the end. That's how what, I What was his name? Boyle or O'Doyle or Tommy Doyle? Tommy Doyle. Oh, Doyle, yeah. Somehow that, Tommy that, and their father be... linked up back in the day. And they're, they're both, they're both Tommy. Or you, you need somebody from Jason's side. You need Tommy, really. Uh, what I, I need Tommy. Would do, Tommy would be perfect. I would get Josh Hartnett, like John, in an H2O. I'd get him. Okay. And I'd have for him, Jason. And I'd have Tom Matthews. Tommy, bro. Yeah, yeah. Come yeah. on. What a combo. Tommy. Because Tommy knows everything about Jason. You know, he killed, you my, my, he killed or, my mom. He killed this. You know, I know yep. he knows, like, everything about him. Or if you want to have fun with it, you do Trish. You get Kimberly Beck back. Have that little, have that fun go on. We get Melanie Kellerman in the fucking white fucking see through with the rain. <laughs> Aaron right where titties popping out and the nips popping. You're like 15 years old. Like, I love you. That's like when we watched Star Wars and Princess Leia. You're like, ah, Princess Leia. And then it was Turn of the Jedi. I was like 15. And now yep. she's wearing that little yeah, fucking skimpy outfit. I was like, oh, Leia, you want some dick? <laughs> <laughs> Right? Yeah. I mean, I'm not wrong. Come on now. Those little honey buns yeah. up top of the hand. You're looking at Jabba like that, all right? <laughs> Wait, hold on. Don't disrespect Jabba. Jabba? Hold on. Holy awesome. shit. Holy and we're supposed to be bored and banged her out. Well, I'm sure. Yeah, he said it. Dude. He I'm talked sure. about it. He's yeah. in one of their books. Holy shit. That was really not too. I love you. I know. I know. Best line in the history of movies, bro. And it was improv. Yeah, just alpha. That is beyond alpha. Like when you say that line, two inches of hair comes out of your chest <laughs> and you're bald like triple in size as soon as you say that line. <laughs> no, no, no. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> what, we, what else? We, we're wrecked, bro. About to go moist. What else we got for questions, dude? Well, you're you're you said you're making creating another movie called Laugh, right? Oh, dude, yeah. Last couple of minutes. What can you say? What can you say about that? Don't fucking spoil anything. Yeah, you I'll be so it. mad. All right, here you go. <laughs> this computer we're on right now is uh, almost five grand. This thing is what six hundred dollars. Yeah, he's gonna. Yeah. So nice. that we have microphones. We got other software. We got head. These headphones are how much? Four hundred. Yeah. What am I saying? These are four hundred with a mic built in and everything because. I'm going full time, like channel, podcast, internet, and then full time making movies. So laugh is is uh, I got a producer who did like 17 different movies who's pretty successful. So and we got a bunch of funding. We got like 50 grand already to do nice. like a three four day shoot to like get a trailer and then mm. go to investors. We already have huge investors already like ready to go in it. Nice. They just want to see it because that's how I sold it. That this would be what it was. But some some big names that are going to be in it. I mean big big names in horror. Like Halloween people names like big shit nice. like that. Great, phenomenal fucking story. It's all about like the descent into madness from a regular person that like you can relate to. Mm. And there's different like demons involved and all kinds of shit. It's a, but it's a play like on humanity on the on the human condition and the good and the bad and drugs and this and that. Mm. And similar to you know my stepson Bryson that was taken from me right. Yeah. Eric and all about the, yeah. Similar yeah. to that. So in that I'm I'm the main character. So in the movie, like my son dies, he ends up doing drugs with my ex, similar to my other situation. And it just puts you in the descent into madness. Kind of like Joker. Like that. Mm. Yeah. So 
that's the goal like is write a really really good story put your whole heart into it because if yeah. you put your real self into it i think it it relates more than if it's yeah. fake you know it's a, i don't know what that factor is it's kind of like gravity you can't see it but it's there if, yeah. It's yeah. yeah yeah for real and i could act it real like if you said hey be gay i'm like huh, i can't do it you know <laughs> <laughs> But if you oh, wow. said, "Hey, you know, live through losing your stepson and all those," sh that unfortunately, yeah, I can go there. So that's that's the goal. Mm. That'll be interesting. That'll be yeah. interesting to see. Yeah, yeah. for sure. And you and said that one's called. Uh, some, what was it called? Laugh. Laugh. So we're making IMDb soon. Uh, we just did a page today at Internet site. Is it ready? Uh, the the launcher is, but not. Okay. Otherwise, it's just a private page. On so. there is going to be. Like Roseblood downloads, behind the scenes of Roseblood, all nice. kinds of stuff I'm doing. Everything's going to be on there. So that's why he's here to help me out with all that. Awesome. Nice. That's awesome. And Aaron, Aaron, what, see where Aaron is with that guitar? That's him. That's Camp Crystal Lake, Noby Scobo. Yeah, I recognize Noby him. Noby Vasco. Of course. That's that, him. He went a couple weeks for me. He went on the shit day, and I went on the good day because you went on regular day. I went on fucking Friday 13th Part 1 and 2, 10 people from the movie there signing and everything. Aaron didn't go to that shit. He said, fuck those white people. And he didn't go. Sometimes you got to say that. What was cool about that, though, like going there to see the, where the original film was shot, I'm, yeah. I was like, bro, was how bad, accurate bro. to the game is it? Right on. Yo, what was funny right is, is the, the tour guide was like, we feel like they snuck in here from the game to like, like cause it was yeah. that accurate. Even where the archery well, is. They, they were there. Yeah. yeah you just need drone footage. Where, where the main cabin is to where the archery is, is exactly the direction and the distance that it is. It's like, how yeah. the fuck did they do this? They, they were there. They went there. They took, yeah. some, they took like a million photos. Oh, they definitely yeah. did. And part two is spot on too. Because you watch part two, when he falls down the, the stairs, the dude in the wheelchair, that's mm -hmm. the stairs going down the back of Higgins yeah. Haven. Yeah. Back of Packenick. Packenick, sorry. Packenick Lodge, sorry. Yep. Yes, yeah. See, that's... If you guys get a chance, definitely go to that. Yeah. You guys got to watch... You watch Rosebud. You got to watch Fall Camp Blood. You got to watch behind the scenes of Rosebud, because I worked my yes. ass off on it. Thank you. 99.9% of that. Yeah. Um, you gotta watch Rosebud behind the scenes. You gotta watch Fall Camp Blood, and then you gotta watch Vengeance One and Two. Vengeance One has Steve Dash. He passed away after right during our films. Gotcha. Sack Jason Part Two. Sack Jason's yep. back there, and um, then we have Steve uh, CJ Graham from Part Six, Tom Matthews the actor Part Six, and Tom McLaughlin the director Part Six in Vengeance One and Two. Yes, yes, which we'll be watching next week, and I can't wait to see those I did see before. I'm not going to tell you guys how I feel about them. You got to tune in Tuesday and Thursday for that. Yo, let me tell Riley, this motherfucker right here, Aaron, bro, we were on the site one day. I never met him before. We're, like, on the site. He's like, yeah, man, you got to watch fucking, uh, what's the turkey movie? Thanks Killing. Yeah. Thanks killing, he goes, yeah. you got to watch Thanks Killing, bro. Best film ever. I love it. Like, I'm like, what? And he's like, yeah, watch this. So I'm all fucked up one night. I come home all drunk. I'm like, let me put this shit on. I'm like. This is the best fucking yeah, movie. Yeah. Oh, I loved it, dude. Yeah, especially if it's, you're drunk. And then which one is two is the one that just like recaps, or is that three? No, there is no there part is no two. two. So they're part three, they're searching it, for part just, two. But it kind of recaps some, one a lot, right? Yeah, it does in, yeah, it does yeah. in some parts, but it was yeah. just it's just one of those <laughs> the, it's those films just turn your brain off. The, the sheriff and steals his face and puts it on his fucking face, remember? And he's fucking the bitch and she doesn't even know it's him. Yep. <laughs> Oh, dude, that's great! Yes. Like, imagine writing that—that's that's unbelievable. That had to be a great time. Bro. And you also got me into um, Santa Jaws. 
Was that Santa it? Jaws was a fun one. Santa yeah. Um, yeah. See, so you like Sharknado, obviously. I can't stand Sharknado. I just couldn't. I couldn't. Bro, you I like tried. Santa Jaws yeah. Where do you and all this line? fucking crazy shit, and you don't like Sharknado? Yeah, where do you draw the line? That <laughs> I, I, I have just, I'm just all over the place. Yeah, <laughs> where, where, right right where you at right now, bro? Step outside. And you're not, you're oh, not going to you right try to figure it out either. Let me tell you, it's been almost two years, and I still can't get a read on it. Mm. Nobody can. Mm-hmm. Nobody can. But Nobody I just... You know, it's one of them oh, things. Yeah. Yeah. We, we got we got to go through this movie starts in 17 minutes. Bro. Yes, yes. Yeah. You guys have a good thanks one. Enjoy coming. the film. Awesome. Thanks for coming on. Oh, and... Thanks for having me, bro. Sorry I didn't remember. All good. No, it's all good because I usually send a reminder. But like I said, yeah. it was just a wild week. But I'll shoot you a reminder Sunday in case you're free Tuesday or Thursday. Right, hey, do me a favor. You guys, watch that movie again and yep. watch for Michael and watch all the different scenes. Watch her oh, drawing. Watch Ju- Julian calling uh, Julius his son from Part 8. Watch all that. That's awesome. One more thing real quick. When they're doing the garbage kill, pale kids, um, one of them is Hot Rod. I'll trade you my Hot Rod for your so-and-so. Kelly Ellison, the girl who plays Sanchez, has a Hot Rod tattoo on her arm. The girl uh, with the titties hanging out in the wife beater. Yeah, and another one is Melton Milton. I'll trade you Melton Milton. Melton Milton is the guy's face being pulled off his other face with guts, which is what happens exactly to Julius at the end of the janitor. That's awesome. We don't fuck around up in here. That's awesome. Just throwing things in there. So it's, <laughs> they're trading these cards for a reason. They're saying these certain yeah, names exactly. for a reason. Foreshadowing. Right. I like yeah. that. Yeah. He even said it though. He goes, no one's even gonna remember 70% of this. I'm like, yeah, I'll tell like them. That. Correct. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Correct. now when you go back and check it, because now you you're not really looking for those. I mean, obviously not looking for those things. So right. certain things you may miss, but then you go back and look for it. You're like, oh shit, how did I miss them? <laughs> it's right there in my face. How? How? Yeah. Yeah. It's one last one. David McMahon shakes the eight ball. He's like, what's wrong? It's like, oh, my sister, she's dating this FBI agent called Mahoney. And I don't think he's like, I don't think he's lawyer. Whatever she says, I forgot what it is. Um, in part nine, when they blow up Jason, he blows up. They hit him with the, the shit. He blows up. They roll in with the camera. It goes to like a first person view of a person, FBI agent. And then it looks and the guy turns to him. And he goes, good job, Mahoney. So <laughs> the FBI agent is the agent from nine that David's dating in mind. Nice. Nobody gets that. Nice. I haven't seen nine in years. That's one of my least favorites in the franchise. And then, and then uh, the Duke in nine when they blow up Jason, right? Mm-hmm. He, he smokes a cigarette. He goes, "I don't think so." That's exactly <laughs> the line we give him in Rosebud. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Nobody cares though. You're good. <laughs> <Stop it. laughs> this is one of those Stop things it. where you gotta watch. You have to watch like seven through ten, and then watch this. Then you're really catch. Bro, catch I'll be girls will come over on a date. I'm like, do you understand what that means? Did you ever see part seven? They're like, what are you talking about? <laughs> you, ever seen that, like, you ever see that meme of like the drunk dude whispering in the chick's ear? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, that yeah. is like Peter. That's it, dude. You're like, I don't know what you mean. I'm like, whatever. <laughs> you don't understand horror. <laughs> Oh man! You just so have them over and then just stare at them as they watch the movie, bro. They'll come up here and see the mask room, and they're like, "What the fuck is that?" I'm like, oh, "Nothing." They want me to wear one. Yeah, it just doesn't go good from there usually. <laughs> <laughs> oh, All right, we well, out, bro. We gotta go to this fucking movie. You yes, guys man. enjoy, enjoy, man. Enjoy. Appreciate right, it, guys. Thank you for your on. work. Thank you for your time. I mean, it's dope shit, man. Especially for it to be from real people, fan film. Yes. It's good shit. Watch Fall Camp Blood, Riley's movie. Good movie. We will. We'll see you in a couple weeks. Yes, yes, definitely. (laughs) Definitely. Have a good one, guys. That's so dope. That's so dope. Yeah, you see? Like, there's so many things. It's 
it's funny too because like he was saying right like people come over and they're like oh but you didn't you don't get that like horror fans are the most accepting and like bring you in type but then ridicule the shit out of you because you didn't know the shit you know what i mean it's fucking it's, hilarious it's, it's 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 one of those i think every fandom kind of has that though i do feel like horror fans are more accepting because i feel like there's a lot more lower budget films than in horror than probably any other genre of film and i think that's why horror fans are more accepting of just watching certain films especially when it comes to horror but like i'm i'm not one of those fans that's like oh how don't you how have you missed or have you know that haven't you noticed it? But it does make me want to go back and watch seven through ten and then kind of pick out some things again. But that was that was that's why that's why I like doing these review slash interviews instead of doing like a review and an interview separate because it's like when we're reviewing the movie, it's fresh in your mind. Yeah. If you're discussing it, they can explain certain things and pick certain things out that you may or may not have missed and kind of explain it more. And it just and it makes better for conversation. It makes it, the conversations better. It makes it more entertaining than just a regular interview. So, how know. long was this movie? It was almost hour and a half. Like full life, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was. Yeah, about and an it's hour. so cool that they did. They they kind of went Marvel with it. You know, what I mean, the sense of so many Easter eggs, so many things that like, unless you are a super fan of the thing, you may not pick up on it. But it, then it has that repay value because it's so good for being a fan film. And then mm-hmm. if you once you hear, yo, you, there's things you probably miss, and now you go back with that focus attention lens on to fucking watch it again i love when you can fucking enjoy things over and over and keep grabbing from it you know what i mean mm-hmm. hell yeah dude hell if yeah. he get if he makes that sequel with danielle harris that will that be, would be so amazing dope. that would be dope and then I just, you can get a so say if you do so here here's here's my idea and peter i hope you're listening <laughs> but no here's my idea with that just because you mentioned that is if you do Say it's the Roseblood Blood Two or whatever, but it's the Daniel Harris story with the Michael Myers kind of mix, and then somehow you got the part three with, then you got the mashup and part the verses and part three, and then because then you're telling that story, you're kind of telling you already have the Friday Thirteenth stories, which you can do something, but yeah, yeah. I just messaged him about buying a Blu-ray, so nice. There you go. Because I I want I want the Vengeances, I want this one, and I want the Never Hike Alone's on Blu-ray. Yep, and then. The fall camp blood. I know. I just because I know how I've seen that one collecting, yeah. but that that one is also on YouTube. But I I already know you're gonna want it too. More than likely, you're gonna. I gotta get this on Blu-ray. But that one is, I think, the twenty fifth, twenty fifth, twenty second, twenty something of July for that review, and that's gonna be another fun one. I I need to go back and revisit Friday the Thirteenth Seven because that is not my favorite movie in the series. Six is my favorite. And I haven't seen seven a lot, so I need to go back, watch that, and then rewatch oh, this. Seven and seven, I've seen so many. I've seen seven probably more than any of them. I think a, a big reason though is because growing up, when they would do the Friday Thirteenth marathon marathons on USA Network, Part Seven was one of the ones they showed the most. Like showed because they would only they wouldn't show the whole series. They would just show. I remember they showed one. Actually, shit, maybe they did show them all. I forgot, but I, but I know they showed like one, four, three, and seven, like the most, and maybe Jason takes Manhattan the most on TV. So that's just probably why I'm a fan of Friday the Thirteenth, such a big fan because I got to see it so much. And then same with Part Seven. It's just the look, the look of Jason, the kills, just everything, everything about it is just. Yeah, I need to revisit this for sure, but um, 
I like this movie. Yeah. Especially the back half with all the Jason stuff. And I, I, dude, the Michael Myers thing to me came out of nowhere. But, you know, going back, like he said, with the knife through the door. Yeah. It made more sense. It did. It did. It was, it was like going back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it was like, oh, shit. Because I did remember seeing the knife. It just didn't click. I didn't, because I, you know what it was? Again, I didn't think about it until you see Michael later on. And then I didn't think about back at the knife earlier in the movie. But now, you know, if you go back to watch it that second time. You'll remember all that stuff, and then you'll, when it comes out, you'll see, like, oh, what the, how did I, like, I was saying when they were on here, like, how did I miss this? How did I miss this? But uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm glad I did this for this month, though, these Friday the 15th fan films, because there's, there's quite a few out there that I've, this wasn't one of them, of course, but there's quite a few out there that I've never even heard of and just found just because I'm like, I want to do, a few episodes of these, and there's. Are you gonna extend this? Like in um, October, you're gonna do some of the Michael fan films. Yeah, honestly, if I can find some, I definitely would. Because uh, I, um, Peter was involved with the Haddonfield Nightmare. Nice. I think there's another one that he was involved in. So I mean, there's there's some out there. Yeah, yeah. I'll have to find some behind it. As long as I can find enough, and then find some. You know what I mean? I, I want to find more than the, say if there's ones that are like 20 minutes. I don't mind that, but I don't want to do that for like the whole port. You know what I mean? Maybe as like a half and half type of deal or something. I'll figure it out. Oh but man, yeah, Peter was even involved in a, a vengeance. One my three D, my three D Valentine. Fan oh nice! Film. Oh, I, I have that. I gotta watch that. That's a movie. The that movie has always struck me as a hit or miss movie and it kind of depends on like my temperament that day or like where my head's at that week when i watch it because i remember seeing the original and enjoying it and then i remember seeing the remake and enjoying it but then i also remember seeing them again later and being like this was trash like Mm. i don't understand like i I gotta check them out again i'll say and i know this may sound crazy to some people but um wait until february to watch them okay around valentine's day because there's there's certain films i I get a better feel for like say but for example halloween okay october like i watch that usually in october trick or treats another one which is a awesome amazing halloween themed horror film if you haven't seen it you need to Mm. check it out but again check it out in october like even like horror christmas movies like the mean one i still didn't get a chance to see that and i could watch it anytime but i'm like you know what i'm gonna wait till december to watch that one which is um david howard thornton who played art the clown playing the Grinch, like an evil horror version of the Grinch. It's all that. We'll talk about that on Sunday. You guys are talking about that on Sunday? You and oh, you broke up, Jason. And I are going to talk about that on Sunday. I finally watched about Oh, now, Terrifying. I watched both. Yeah. Nice, nice. Nice, nice. I'm glad, I'm glad you watched those. But that same, so you just, I'm not even going to talk about those movies at all, but that's, just imagine those body movements that he did in those two films as an evil Grinch, <laughs> like the way he, mo- you know what I mean? So that's, that's going to be a fun film. I can't wait to watch that. But what were some of your favorite parts of this film or favorite kills? Um, uh, when she kills Jason. Really? Oh, when, um, when Tina kills him at the end, like send yeah. him to hell or whatever. Mm-hmm. For me, <laughs> 
a do- well, I don't know if it was my favorite, but I know a dope part that I liked was when he came, when Jason comes back and kills Rose. I thought that was pretty dope. Mm-hmm. As far as kill, actually, you know what? The kill this right. He didn't kill him here, but that where he stabbed the dude in his jaw, that was dope. Stuff like that is always dope. I I really enjoyed when he started going crazy when he came back and then started getting everybody. Um, the the face peel, the fucking yep. They got a little bit too much with the peely for me when fucking the guy's hand flew off and the skin was peeled off and shit like that. It's like, yo, he didn't even touch it. He grabbed the fucking case, like and ripped the case out of his and hand. And ripped the yeah. case out of your hand. You know, unless he grabbed your hand and then but at the same time, it's still like, okay, that that was the only one thing as far as like kills, kills. or like with what they did with some of the visuals there that I would that's really the only part that I was like, eh. But the splatters, the amount of blood, the fucking him bashing dude with the fucking case and everything. Case, yeah. I thought they did really good. The 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 face peeling off with the goop was a little bit. I know they were limited. Um, yeah. But you, you can still tell the guy's face is still there or whatnot. It's like his skin under the goo or whatever. But other than that, man, those are the and you can't even really complain about that because it's a fan film. Exactly. But they did great for literally for what they had to work with and what they did with this. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Definitely a fun, fun time. Definitely. It was definitely a fun watch. And again, now I got to rewatch it to pick up all these other Easter eggs that I missed and kind of go from there. See, see if which we'll get into this soon. Our ratings, but kind of see if the ratings bump up or down for me. And with that said, I'm going to start off with. You good, sir. Me? Oh, shit. Uh, what are we rating <laughs> out of? Um, all right. So the way I rate is from a negative 10 to a positive 10, but nobody else does that. They usually do one to 10. So that's up to you. <laughs> you give movies negatives, man. That's harsh. Oh, yes, um, I do. You just play by your own rules. Like, I love Santa Jaws, but don't play no Sharknado around me. No, I hate Sharknado. <laughs> no time traveling sharks for me. Um, I would rate it at uh let's say a seven. Okay. 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 Uh I've seen this so a couple months ago I had went on a huge because Sturdy told me about these and somebody mentioned it on the podcast and fucking I went down a rabbit hole one night from like eleven to like six or seven in the morning watching a bunch of these movies, the vengeance ones, this rose blood one. I guess I missed a certain bit of this one, but this it's it's good. It's like I can't complain. There's so many good things about this. And then you see the little things that you pick up on. But then now hearing also all the extra shit that I didn't pick up on. I'm mm-hmm. definitely again, the replay value is there. The rewatchability is there. Um, if you're a fan of it, it's gonna it's it should fucking help your your taste a little bit. Um, and then make you want more. So I, I give this, especially for a fan film, I give this a eight. Okay, nice, nice. Yeah, this is definitely one of the better ones that I've seen. I'm gonna give it a six as of right now. Rewatch that could change, but like there, there's just just to kind of go back and watch all that stuff I missed. I know that alone, just seeing it and visualizing it and hearing it and paying attention to it's gonna help. But I'm gonna give it a six right now. I did have a good time with it, and the Easter eggs and stuff that I did see and point out was always great. How homage they played, which I meant to bring this up with Peter earlier, but if you guys noticed on um, Tina's when she when it's 
Tina later in the movie, well, in the very beginning of the movie, and then her at the end of the movie, when she's yeah, an older yeah. version of herself, on her, uh, it, the mental ward she was at was Hodder's mental facility. Yeah. Kane Hodder. Yeah. I don't know if you guys pointed, I saw that. That I meant to point out. So I'm like, yo, I, I catch some Easter eggs, man. I catch them. <laughs> but I was like, that, oh, that, that's dope. That's dope. Because that's, I love, I, I love when I see like fans kind of throw something like that. It's like, I'm not going to throw, Jason Voorhees in or this I'm gonna throw in hot or this or whatever you know what I mean just to kind of it's like so if you know you know type of deal okay and I love that that was that was pretty dope I know there's a few more in there that I kind of missed and again going back to watch that again but I'll definitely say if you guys have not seen this one you should check it out I do have the YouTube link right in the description so go there follow that page give that page a like subscribe all that good stuff and watch this film definitely watch this film I'm always gonna no matter how I feel about fan films I'm always going to, I'm never going to say not, I'm never going to tell you not to watch any movie, but even more so independent films, fan films, all that stuff, that umbrella, because I'm going to be a podcaster, man. And I know how it is that you want to get your stuff seen and heard and all that. So I'm like, I'm going to spread the love if I like it or not. I'm going to spread the love if I like it or not. I'm going to be honest. Yeah. I will be honest, but I'm not going to tell you not to watch. Like I said, I'm never going to tell you not to watch a movie, no matter how I feel about it, but even more so the independent films, fan films and all that stuff. Cause again, you want to get more eyes and ears on those yep. more than anything, just like we want to get our eyes and ears on independent kind of independent kind of creator, content creators more than anything. Yep. Because you know, we deserve to push too. We deserve the love that these big people, you know, who have the backing and the finances. Us broke what I'm getting at, you know, check out us broke people. We're dope. <laughs> We're dope. We have to be. <laughs> we have to be creative. <laughs> super, super creative. But uh, yeah, yeah, this was this was definitely I, a fun movie, man. Yeah, I enjoy it, and and I have no problem saying don't watch something. But if it comes down to something like this, that's a fan film. Even if I rip you apart, I'm still gonna tell people to watch it, just because mm-hmm. it's a, you you have room for improvement, right? I don't ever want to cancel nobody. I don't ever want to just shut yeah. somebody down or be the reason that you know a, a mass following or whatever just never gets the exposure or whatnot. Uh, you know, I just feel like that's disrespectful, especially, say, okay, they put out a project, they put their heart and so, supposedly put their heart, sweat and tears into this fucking thing. And then you not only rip it apart, but then you also basically tell say, people watch. that they're garbage. You know what I mean? That yeah. they suck and what they do sucks when that's not the case, especially now. If you watch the podcast earlier, you get to hear that, hey, the shit doesn't just happen in Hollywood. Motherfuckers who write a check still want to fucking push you and have you do things the way they want you to do it. And I, again, I'm a big advocate of, like he said, having the right people around you and letting them do what they want to do. It's my mm-hmm. vision. I want to see this on screen. But again, if you have a better way to do it, that's cool. But don't come to me just because you put some money down and now you're telling me, no, yeah, you don't want me to do it that way. You, you want me to do, do it this, this exactly. way. This that. So there's a constant battle and a constant struggle. So for that, I will never ever tell somebody, yo, don't go check out any other projects from, you know, any of these touch people, this, that, and the third, you know yeah, what I mean? I mean, it's like, no, go check out other projects. Cause hopefully one of those will be better than this one. You know what I mean? The, the only, okay. So for me, I'm not, I'm going to be honest with you guys. <laughs> the only way I won't, I won't say necessarily recommend, or so, as if there's someone that I don't fuck with like that. Yeah, I just, I just but but it's not even that. I just won't mention them. Good, yeah, negative or positive. Just that's how I am. Like, I'm just like boop. Now, yeah. if you go see it, that's on you. That's cool. <laughs> Good you want to talk about it? That's fine. That's absolutely fine. 
but don't expect us to waste our time and energy oh, on no, no, no. that like, you know like, I mean? there, like there, there, there's the, like I'm, I'm i'm the type to where i will like if i i'm like yeah blah 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 talk, say if somebody brings up that whoever on the pre-show i'm like yeah just make sure you don't mention it on the live because blah 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 not even i've done i've i've clipped <laughs> when i used to pre-record i've i've clipped things out once like, i think like twice only twice you know, I'm like, nah, this person ain't getting no shine over here at mm. all, negative or positive. And I would do the same thing, like, say if somebody came on and bashed somebody that I don't, you know what I mean? I'm like, nah, I'm not, this, that's not what this is for. I don't, right. and I'm letting you indie people know, because there's a lot of indie creators as far as the movie scene beefing that I see on the pod, that I see, you know, social media and all that shit. I'm telling you guys right now, when I have you guys on here as guests, which I haven't had this issue, but I'm just throwing it out there. I don't care about your issues. I don't care if I had someone on that you didn't like the week before. That's not my problem. That's your problem. So don't come on here and talking shit about other people and all that, because I'll i kick you off the show. Damn it. I had a Peace. bunch of people I want to talk shit about. Oh, that's fun. You're a podcaster. That's different. <laughs> Dude, bruh. So that makes well, he's, he's talking about how, like, in the small world of independent creators or whatnot, yeah. they get into these heated debates on each other, like, with so much passion and fury that it's fucking, it drives me. Don't get me wrong. You should back your shit. You should believe in your shit and your abilities. You should the, believe in your project. No, no it's not. Don't it's make not it malicious. The, don't start coming after that's people what it is. and making it fucking, you know, something that's that what it's it is. not. Keep it about even the if, fucking work. Not even that, though. But for me, it's like, even if it's personal between you guys, I don't care. Right. Just like if I have personal issues with certain people, you shouldn't care either. And that's none of your business. That's none of my... You keep that between you guys. You keep it on your own pages and shit. Yeah, when you come know, on the show. There's, there's a lot of people still run like it's high school. Oh, you got a problem with that person? Cool, I won't talk to them. Nah. Fuck, what? What did they do to it. you? And then even if they did something to you, as long as it wasn't anything that was super harmful or damaging or you just yeah. pissed off about something, they didn't come for you. They didn't come for your wife. They didn't fucking mail you some stupid shit or start some problems or get you fired. Bro, there's no reason for nah. me because at the end of the day, they're just having a moment. That's you. That's that interaction. and that. It's, no, it, has nothing, it has nothing to do with me. It has nothing to do with you know what I mean. Don't don't close doors if if you know what I mean. Like, you don't don't get me wrong. There's certain things that like, all right, you cross the line. Sorry, can't fuck with you. Oh well, yeah, of course, of course. There's 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 things, of course, that it's just like, hey, there's so and so. But but here's the thing with that cross the lines. I don't need alleged. I need proof. I need right. facts. I need that because I'm not gonna write people off because one, it could be a rumor because so and so doesn't like so and so, and now all of a sudden the, the snowball effect goes, and it's just yeah, because you two had a phone. Nah, again. But off off of that, I just want to throw that out there because I feel like in the future, oh yeah, I, yeah, I've seen you had so and so on. Blah, 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 blah. I don't care about mm-hmm. that. I don't care about that because I mm-hmm. don't. <laughs> I really don't. I want to come on here and talk about you guys' films yeah. and all that fun stuff. And yeah, because this is this is this is what we're all here for at the end of the day. Jason has a dope podcast. Chris has a dope podcast, and we're all here to create some dope content. And just kind of show like of and yes, we can bash movies and all that stuff and bash things like that. But I mean, as far as like the personal beefs, keep that to yourselves. I had a personal beef with you, Santa Jaws over Sharknado. Sharknado sucks. I can't get into it. I don't. I don't. Where Where is your barometer with this? (laughs) You know what? You know what made Sharknado better? Shark King. If they did like a crazy hurricane, have it what Florida? I mean, it'd be normal in Florida, but. You have the hurricane with the sharks coming in, and then there's all over. And even if they're still on land somehow and all that other crazy shit and getting around, but Sharknado just didn't do it for have, me. Have I wanted seen, it to. Have you seen I, Lava Lantula? No, but I'd watch it. 
It's got the cast of Police Academy fighting fire-breathing uh, uh, spiders. That makes me want to watch it. So, yeah. Is the guy that makes the sounds there? Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's in both Whee! of them. <laughs> He's in both of them. But the yeah, ladies I'm... there. Uh, well, both of the main ladies were there. And then Steve Gutenberg is the star. Nice. 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 And if anybody that's indie that has indie films that are watching, I do have a request. If you guys want us to review your films and interviews and all that good stuff, because that's going to be my Thursday shows. Whenever I can connect with indie people, it's going to be reviewing your guys' projects slash interview. Um, yeah, let us let us know. Let us know because I want to really do that. I, I want to dedicate a, a Thursday show to independent and all that good stuff. You know, when I'm not doing specials like this, of course. And kind of just connect more because it's it's fun. It's mm-hmm. fun and you learn so much more about just you learn more. I've just having people on like with Peter Anthony and many others I've had on you. watch You learn more about certain film in general and have a, a better appreciation for films because you know what people you know, what people go through from hearing about it from others, not just you know, what I mean, from people that are just there, not hearing it from like the big stars because they're just talking about the huge production, but you're hearing it from the small guy that doesn't have this big back and it doesn't have, and you're like, okay, so, and, and they're still doing it. Like you're not even making a dollar off of this and you're still doing not even a penny and you're still in, doing in it. In fact, they're losing money and still exactly. love it so much that right. you're going to go do it again. And you're going to ask for more people's support and you're going to do it again. And then again and again and again, that's dedication. That's love. That's fucking passion for your project, your art, your skill, your craft. You know what I mean? That's, that's where greatness comes from. And that's what, mm-hmm. you know, I was going to say to touch on them about the shit with, him being so much more uncomfortable now or so much more nervous now, it's like that's the driving factor to greatness. Once you are uncomfortable and you realize that and then you do what he does and turn it into fuel to push forward and keep shit going and then get your shit done and hit those check marks, you're you're in a whole new fucking league of doing anything ever. Yeah. Honestly, you need. I feel like you almost need that fear because, like, say you have this success right here, right? No matter what it is, as far as film, whatever, just having people on your podcast, like certain names on your podcast, it's like, okay. And I'm not saying you have to have big names and all this other stuff, but it's just like, okay, I had them on, I had them on. That's cool. That's cool. And it's like, I, I don't know. I could see where I could see what he's saying, like feeling more pressure because it's like I did this. Mm -hmm. Now I gotta step it up, and not only am I stepping it up, I'm stepping in a different direction. Right. Yes, it's more of a personal direction, which would be, I guess it'd be in a sense of easier to put the story on paper right. and kind of act it out and feel it out. Cause you're like, he was saying, it's not really acting because it's, you've lived it in a sense of what he was talking about. And, uh, by the way, I can't wait to see that. I can't wait yeah. to be able to discuss that. Like, that's going to be a fun one. And I already know they'll come over here and discuss it when, when they can. Yeah. Especially when you got eyes on you and you got a team and other people around you. Like when they see that you fucking care, yeah, there's there's certain people that they have no work ethic or they're just so laid back and they're just like, why he's stressing so much, this, that, and a third. But there's those people that connect with it. And usually if you're on a project like this, you understand that yes. that driving force. You understand that piece of like, okay, this is why. Okay, he's he's strong, he's he's serious, but he just cares. He wants the project to be good. And you know what? God damn it. I'm not going to be the fucking reason it's not. You know what I mean? Damn right. Damn right. And wh- it makes what everybody I, up there. Game. What I really enjoy about the indie scene with the fan films and like the discussions I've had with these people, these amazing creators. And this is why I want to have a Thursday show dedicated to it. Just because like, you get all this information and all this passion and like, this crazy freaking drive that you're just like, yo, I want you to succeed. 
because you you like you really love doing this and i'm the type of person when somebody's do obviously i don't know goes out saying but i'm gonna say it anyway that's not harmful to anybody including themselves but when they have that passion like, for like creation and all that stuff or whatever it is i love seeing people doing it and then being able to be successful at it to where they don't give up or they don't quit and actually really quick with this so my brother who i like i told you guys i met today actually wednesday i met him because yeah they got here wednesday so i met him wednesday i got to hang out with him but when we were talking and stuff he was talking about how when he first started drawing and his uncle said it sucks instead of like being more encouraging like hey here's how you can fix this fix that and then he was telling me how when he started doing sculpture sculptures he was saying his friends and his teachers were saying he sucks at it yeah and he but the dope thing is like a lot of times people will people will let that stop them and he didn't let it stop him. And now he right. made a career out of it. Like, he ended exactly. up working for... Di when he was working at Disney's, when he started doing sculptures. Nice. And kind of just... And now, as you guys... You know, my logo, like I tell you guys all the time, he's the one who made a sculpture and randomly sent it to me one day. And now that's my logo. That's Horror Research 30. And uh, oh, I don't even have them up here. I will show you guys pictures of, though. But so, yesterday, we met up, hanging out. And we were, he was showing me how to do, he he had clay with him. Like he's, he'll go, he was telling me like, he'll go out, like say him and his wife will go out, hang out somewhere, say at like a lounge or whatever, or like a cafe. And he'll bring clay with him and just sculpt. That's just, it. Just something little, because he loves doing it. And that yeah. just stuff like that. So we were doing that. And uh, he was just kind of teaching me certain things with that. And we're going to do things in the future, actually. Like That's I was cool. talking to him about um, like this whole restream thing, like just doing this kind of not, live but say like kind of like a, a double date type of thing like he's hey here's how you can make this and me and the wife are here doing it him and his wife are doing it too just nice. kind of a fun thing and then of course the content down the road we've there you're gonna see some stuff <laughs> you're gonna see some stuff and then like with him his film i can't wait for that to come out that right there yo actually i gotta show you guys this bag really quick I'm just gonna interject here real quick, but that's the thing, right? It's, a, it's like I get driven fucking crazy by people that, that say the the, shit, the phrase "I can't, I can't." Bullshit, you fucking can't. Because if you know someone did it, that means you can. You just haven't fucking tried hard enough. You haven't tried enough times to get it right. That's all. You know what it is. You know what it is with that too is people like. Stop listening to what anybody else fucking thinks or says. Like I know you it's take tough some to criticism see. and you get an opinion, but you don't let that shit fucking be the thing that that sets you in stone on whether or not you feel like it's worth mm. you doing something. Fuck them and fuck everybody else because when you get to the point that you absolutely love 100 of what the fuck you're doing, no matter how good it is to anybody else, that's when you have broke the mold. Exactly, exactly, and I, I like will that. Be for this but uh yeah and what's what, so what's dope about this too yo is everybody <laughs> with these like his artwork and stuff is going to be in his film like the, the creatures in the film and there's like this these pieces like there's these bag he did bags and pillows and stuff are easter eggs to his movie which he was telling me the last episode that he was on so that's this this whole independent scene, man, I, I just love it. I love being a part of it because, again, I'm a podcaster and then just kind of digging in with the horror scene and stuff. But I love it's just. And again, going back to why these Thursdays <laughs> I want to do that, which big shout out to Mick, because he was he was the one who suggested he was like, you should do, you know, Thursday. Why don't you do one of your shows, say Thursday, have that be like your indie show there you go. reviews and the interviews and all that. So, like I said, people send us. Send us screeners, send us your movies, and we'll watch them, we'll review them. 
and have a good time, man. Have a good time. Have you guys on for the interview and reviews and all that good stuff. Because again, I want to, as much as I want to push my own content out there, I want to push more content as far as fan, film, yep. independent film, fan film, more than more than the Hollywood stuff. That doesn't mean I'm going to stop talking about those because I'm not. Those that's going to be my Tuesday show, another random thing I do. But it's just like it's it's so cool because like as I set this saying, which you know people say, speak it into existence that I wanted to make this wheel and do this and the third with indie more. I'm starting to connect with indie people more again. Like I yeah. haven't talked to Dove in a while, and you see how Dove is commenting and on Horror Research Thirty when he can and when I'm gaming and all that. And he and Chris can vouch for this. It was a couple weeks ago. He was like, uh, "Sturdy, I, when my movie comes out, I want you to be yep. the first interview." I want you to, and stuff like that. I love it. And that's again, why I love showing that love and passion and attention to the indie scene because of things like that. And I'm just like, you know how dope it's going to be. And I know it's going to happen. I know it's going to happen when one of these indie films, indie filmmakers blow up big and they're talking, talking, talking like it. By the way, that guy surf 30. That was my first interview or that was my second, like stuff like that. I cannot wait to hear. And not even just for me to blow up my shine, which would be great, but just to get that, like, that you're like listen they this these guys here blah 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 whatever because it's it's awesome to see people again to see people succeed in something that they love doing yep you don't always have to get the credit for shit so if you're the person who put them on and they blew up because they were on your show and then some people saw exposure and then it just started spreading the video or the movie for them then that's that is enough for me. I don't need you to say, oh, so and so. I don't need you to write me a check. But it, you know, what I'm saying I will not take the check. But but at the same time, you, you know how to, you know how dope would be like promote. Like yeah, I love this. I love this. But you know how dope it would be though. Like say you guys know I'm a fan of like the Breakfast Club and stuff like that, and just or just any type of thing on shutter. Like yeah, I was on this podcast for over thirty say three years ago and now blah, 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 blah. And just, just little things like that. It's just like dope. Like they, re- cause it's like, they remembered. Yeah, it's not yeah. even like, give me the plug. It's like, they remembered and that feels dope. And I'm so happy for the success. Cause it's, it's one of those things, man, to where, again, you see people doing what they love for a living. And it's like, how does that feel? I'm happy as hell for you. I don't hate like, some people. Oh, they're but No, I'm not going to hate on you. I'm happy as hell for you. I'm happy as hell for you. And I feel like, you know, everybody should be like that, but. We're people, so we're not. <laughs> that's, that's why I, I, I got respect for him because he's got balls, you know what I mean? Especially to be in a position where your life is comfortable, things are set for you, you got, you know, you're good at what you do, and then you just go, hey, man, there's this other thing that, that just keeps coming to me, and I got I got to go. I just got to yeah. go. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. it's tough to make that decision. It's fucking terrifying. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Especially when you got people involved around you, your family relies on you or whatever, you know what I mean? It's it just, it's a daunting thing, but once you get out of your own way and you just let yourself tune in it's a whole nother world of just like this feeling of like resolve all the time while you're doing it you know what i mean you might get nervous about it and you might wonder if people are going to enjoy it or whatnot but for me it's like bro i'm at peace you know what i mean like i'm i'm good you know what i mean and, and yeah. I don't make shit. Like <laughs> I've made total maybe $150 off of fucking streaming or doing anything. You know what I mean? Like so for me it's just like all right, cool. Like I'm doing something where I'm not stressed, I'm not hurting my body. People are seeing me and smiling. I'm spreading positivity. You know, I'm getting kids on games at at points that are going through certain struggles and shit and they'll ask certain questions and it's like, "Bro, chin up." You know what I mean? Like I get mm-hmm. to to do shit like that. And it's dope. It's fucking dope. Really quick, too. 
Um, just because just because you mentioned gaming, going back to my brother, sister-in-law, she used she she like she did. Um, I, th- I don't know if it was the lighting animation on uh, lighting for um, the movie Frozen. Nice. And a few other Disney films. But now she's in the gaming and she's actually does the lighting for Call of Duty. Oh, nice. Now, so and she's she's she like, I love the gaming industry. She was talking about how the people were real friendly and just she loves it. That's awesome. It. So that was that was that was that was dope to hear that. I mean, I'm not she, I don't like the game myself. I don't play the game myself. But for those of you that do. Just let you know, <laughs> I had to I had to throw that out there because so, again, stuff like that is dope. Stuff like that is dope to where yeah, again, yeah. to where you're doing what you enjoy and love to do for a living. That's mm-hmm. awesome. Mm-hmm. Yep. It's awesome. That's freaking awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Jason, have you ah. seen any other uh, Friday the 13th fan films? Yeah, I've seen the uh, Never Hike Alone. I've seen The Vengeances. Oh, I've nice. seen a couple others. I just don't remember the name. I think mine, his name was Jason. I think that's the name of one of them. I've seen that one. Okay, okay. Yeah, we got. We're gonna have. Some, we're gonna have a few. Like I, I did never hike. I'm never hike alone is coming up. Never hike in the snow is coming up. But the next two, like I said earlier, which we can wrap this one up soon, but is the Vengeance movies. Yep. For Tuesday and Thursday, which again, actually, I might as well show you guys the one I'm doing. To well, midnight ish. But the man in the lake. This movie is only. It's a short. It's about forty minutes, forty one minutes. I've mm-hmm. never seen it. I'm gonna watch it in, within the hour. Nice. A little longer or whatever. But yeah, so that's going to be later on. And then Tuesday, 8 o'clock Eastern Time, Vengeance and Vengeance Part 2. And I, again, man, I'm. I got it. Oh, go ahead. For your thumbnails, I got to show you how to do the whole just cut you out. Huh? I say I got to show you how to do just the whole cut you out and only put you, you know what I'm saying? So that you don't have the hard edges of the photo that you're using on your thumbnail. Like to cut just you out and put you there. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. I had to look back. I like how happy you are on those photos next to like a gruesome image. You're like. I couldn't stop smiling at that place, man. Like I had. So, and here, really quick with that, which again, if you guys want to hear the full whatever I discussed, I don't remember now. It's been a few weeks. About this trip, it is on my YouTube channel and all that good stuff. You can go check it out there. But it was raining that day. Wow. And if you've seen the original, it was kind of raining in the original for a good portion of the film. And I'm just like, I wasn't even mad it was raining because it wasn't like down, downpour. It was like a little heavier than a light, than a, like a light misting, but it still okay. wasn't crazy. So it still and had a little creep factor to it. Yeah. The only difference, the only thing that made it creepier is if it was dark, but. There's bears there, so I don't want to be there in the dark. Well, I would still go in the dark, but I don't want to trip over anything. <laughs> but no, you guys, again, definitely go check that out. Make sure you guys go check out Roseblood, though. That was that was a fun film. And again, the link is in the description. The link is in the description. And you guys just gotta <laughs> you guys gotta check this shit out, man. You guys really gotta check out this independent horror scene because there's so so much awesomeness in it there's so so much passion in it there's just again they're, they're fan films like they're fan films at the end of the day and what more can i say you know what i mean like what more can i say about that than check out these amazing 
fan that, I'm not going to say they're all good. They're all amazing. But just check it out because they did it, because they tried it. We're not doing it. I'll talk shit about them if I don't like them. But I still give them the, the same thing with re- a regular movie to a different scale, of course. But as far as you get the, you know, you got the credit for doing it now. Let's talk about how we feel about it. And uh, Jason, I'm going to pull your, uh, what you call it up and let people know where they can find you. Good, sir. You guys can find Sturdy and I every Thursday on the Scene no, Snobs. This is your show right here. YouTube chip page where you guys can watch us talk in horror. I don't know what time we're on, 9 o'clock. Three Geeks Podcast. I am live tomorrow night at 7 o'clock talking shit on the internet. It's going to be fun. We're <laughs> chatting movies. I went and saw the new uh, Jennifer Lawrence film. Nice. I will be posting a review to that very, very soon. And... Uh, my girlfriend and I watched 37 Lifetime movies this week, so I'm sure we'll talk about wow. that. Wow. Damn. I, I, I got it. Before I pull up the next thing for for uh, the Scary Snobs and uh, Worst Name Gamers, I need you two to be on it. I want to see you two do an episode together. What? You and Jason. On what? Just a review, on the three whatever. Geeks, the three, three Geeks? Three Geeks. But I'd love to, I would love to see him on... Which I'm going to pull your eyes up right now. Actually, absolutely. I mean, it's midnight nice matinee. Yep. Just because of which, again, you want to tell them where they can find you? Worst damn. I'm basically on every social media platform with the handle at worst damn gamer ever, whether it's on PlayStation all the way through Twitter and fucking TikTok. So if you guys want, go check out the YouTube channel. I have over 400 videos on the YouTube channel. I got about 20. Five, I think, movie reviews. I got some music uh, reactions and, and reviews and then tons of gaming clips. Besides all of these guest appearances that I do, whether it's on Popcorn and Pints and Horror with So Sturdy or if I join anybody else. So if you guys want to go enjoy any of that stuff, give me a thumbs up or tell me if it's shitty. Give me a thumbs down. Leave a comment. Like Sturdy said, I want a receipt. I want to know why. Um, yes. And I'll get back to you. And if you do enjoy it, just do me a favor. Hit the bell and hit the share. That's all I ask. That's the only fee that I charge. I haven't put any subscriptions yet or anything like that. So come enjoy it while you still can before, you know, you, you got a sub. If you want to see certain cool shit, I'm still going to have free shit up. But yep. there's going to be certain things that are going to be, you know, tier to those who uh, who truly support. Yeah. Which either way, hey, tune into it because it's going to be absolutely fun, funny content. And it's a horror night. The scary snobs over nice. on the scene snobs. Check us out, like Jason was saying a little bit ago. Thursday nights, nine o'clock Eastern time. It's pre- it's pre-recorded. I let you guys know right now. It's pre-recorded. Yeah, but if you guys great time. If you guys have a topic or conversation, we don't have a scary snobs email. We should get on that. But if you have a topic that you want us to discuss, just email me directly. It is three geeksj at gmail.com. Nice. Why don't we? We should do that. We should do that, Jason. That's a great idea. And then they could just boom, just at the scary snobs at gmail.com. Boom. And, you know, share the password between the two of us. And that way you can, because that would be fun. That would be fun. Get the fans involved and all that, which I do. Uh, we could talk about that off behind the scenes. But people, go to horrorsearch30.com and you can find all of my content there. Make sure you guys check out this, the, um, the Z Network. Make sure you guys check out the scene snobs. Make sure you guys check out Smart Nato. Huge, huge shout out to Eric and Dan. Much love to both of you. And I can't wait to have you guys on again. And I got to get on your show and talk some wrestling. And I know Jason's a wrestling fan. I believe Chris is, at least from the past. So I yeah. used to be of the Attitude Era, for sure. Well, yeah, even for something like that. But we're going to 
We're gonna we're gonna make some connections, people, because this is what we do with this indie shit. Because we love connecting. Cody, yeah, I haven't watched thing. wrestling since NWO was a thing. Exactly. That's fine, but it would still be a fun conversation. It yeah. would still be a fun conversation. I mean, I watch John Cena movies. Does that count for anything? Only WWE production movies. Oh, <laughs> you know, damn. My Bloody Romance or whatever. Wrong Turn. You know, it came. Whole time doing the yayo with Tony Yayo. You can't see me. It's just funny. All right, so two things real quick. Um, yeah. The Midnight Matinee, even though it says midnight, I'm just doing pre-records at this point and then uploading them. I'm either having them go live at midnight or around midnight or the very next day. I know it's a little off, but when you go through five or six months of keeping your ass up to midnight to do what you got to do and then get done with it and stay up and do the editing and do all that shit, that gets yeah. old. That gets old. So now it's manageable. So now, now if you guys want to be a guest, I'll do a pre-record with you guys. Uh, if you want to be live, that's fine. We can go live if that's what you want to do. But for me right now, I ain't got no problem with doing pre-records. And secondly, it's mother Fort Fortnite Friday. So if you guys are going anywhere, make sure you're coming on over back to my stream and you're watching us get down on some Fortnite tonight. Happy Friday. There you go. Fortnite Friday, guys. Look at this. The content continues. The content continues. And don't think we're not going to do one of those fun marathons for you guys down the road. A Z Network type of cross-the-board fun marathon. It's coming. Yep. It's coming because, again, it's just about c connection. It's about connection and growth and all that awesome stuff. So, yeah, be on the lookout for that in the near future. These two will definitely be a part of it and other awesome podcasters. And just, yeah, it's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a great time. I don't know what's going to happen yet, but it's going to be fun. And with that said, I'll see you in your nightmares. Again, go check out Roseblood. Make sure you check out these two awesome gentlemen over here and all of their awesome, amazing content. Be on the lookout for us to do some more shit together, too. Besides the Friday the 13th, because spoiler alert, this guy right over here, Jason, is going to be a part of this whole this whole little thing on Tuesdays and Thursdays, reviewing Ooh. the Friday the 13th fan films. Ooh. Yep. So, as soon as I mentioned it, he was like, it was sturdy. I want to be a part of everything, <laughs> of all of it, of all of it. And they, as you heard said earlier in the episode, the late night ones, you might not be able to make those, but the rest, I want to be a part of. I'm just like, hell yes, because, again, this gets more eyes on these films. Yep. And I'm hoping to get more eyes on Thanksgiving in November, the week of Thanksgiving. You guys know how it is. You know it's going to be reviewed again, part one and part three. You know it's going to be some sort of watch party and some funness. But uh, that's it, people. Again, I'm serious. I'm out of here. Thank you, guys. Appreciate everybody. See you in your nightmares. Peace. Peace.